The dictionary defines etiquette as decorum, the observance of the formal requirements governing behavior in a polite society. Etiquette refers to conventional forms and usages. The rules of etiquette, decorum, suggests dignity and a sense of what is becoming or appropriate for a person of good breeding, a fine sense of decorum. So basically, it means when someone's showing etiquette, they know how to handle themselves in a specific situation. All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Demion. And today I'm sitting out here on uh, 10th Street, edge of 10th Street, overlooking the road. 10th Street runs into 33, sitting here at McDonald's across from Verizon, near Aldi's, which is also right next to Walmart. So I'm in this little plaza, but I have a good little vantage point here. I can see the traffic go by. You may hear some lames pull up next to me with loud music or go by with their cars, but uh, it's a calm night. It's a warmer night. Figure we have about 70 degrees in the temperature. Um, sitting here with a light jacket on, not wearing a heavy, heavy jacket. Got on some pants, basic shoes. You know, we're just dressed for the occasion, keeping it easy. There was a couple of sirens um, blowing by me as I pulled out into the road. So obviously someone got jammed up um, as they normally do on the weekend. Hopefully everyone is out there safe. But today we're going to talk about etiquette, and this is coming from the situation I just experienced while I was going through the drive-thru of McDonald's here in our local Greenville. So, grab your cup. Oh, we're sipping on a regular coffee with two shots of hazelnut, three creams, and two sugars. Let's get into it. First off, I just want to say, if you work at McDonald's, Burger King, Starbucks, any of these locations, and you are a barista or someone who is preparing coffee, please do not wear cologne or strong perfume to work because that stuff gets on your hands. And when it gets on your hands, it gets on the cups that you're handling. And when it gets on the cups that you're handling, when you hand somebody their hazelnut coffee with three creams, two sugars, they smell your freaking cologne when they're trying to enjoy their beverage. Just don't do it. Side note. Okay, so decorum etiquette of fast food when you're going through the drive through line. Now, everybody's been, if your country, it should, if you listen to this podcast, your country should have a drive through A drive through is basically when you want to opt out of going inside of the restaurant to pick up your food, but you do want to go to the restaurant. So you go around the line of vehicles, order from the little speaker box, get to the window, pay, go to the next window, and you get your food. Well, there's often a situation that occurs at the drive through where you have people who are unprepared. They go to the restaurant or the fast food joint not knowing what they want, and they take up a lot of time trying to decide what they want to get. They'll sit there and go, um, let me get a, uh, and they just don't have a real idea formed of what they want. Typically, you would expect this from a bunch of teenagers in a car. You know, somebody just got their license. They they pile in a bunch of 14, 15-year-olds, maybe even a 17-year-old in the car, and nobody knows what they want, even though they can all only afford cheeseburgers. But they're going to sit there and look at the menu with 30, 40 choices and order from the dollar menu. That's just what they do. But 
sometimes you have situations where it's older, supposedly more mature individuals at the drive-thru. And they want to do things like block the freaking traffic. Um, sit there and have a conversation or just park their car and hang out as to what happened a few moments ago. So McDonald's, for some reason, you know, now they have two lines of drive-thru. You know, you go through the one on the left, you go through the one on the right. And sometimes it flows smoothly. But when you have an in individual, you know, blocking the traffic, sitting there not ordering anything, just taking up real estate that people could be using to make their order, it causes a little bit of a blockage. Well, me, I pulled up to the situation, analyzed it, proceeded, ordered my stuff in the other lane. I didn't, I looked and I saw two cars move before that other car went, so I didn't even bother with it. Well, as I'm ordering my coffee, as I tend to purchase on the weekends, and pulled up, there was another uh, vehicle pulled up, maybe not so observant as I was. And they um, pulled behind the truck, who was just camping there, you know, taking up the real estate. And they became frustrated. They started beeping the horn and, you know, sharing a few words out of the window. Didn't get her much response from the truck driver. But, you know, those are some of the things that happen. People can get frustrated. People zip it in. It's fast food, not pull up and wait for your order. It's pull up, order, and go. You know, seemingly, maybe you hit the brake once, twice. Ideally, that's how it would go. But a lot of times when you have people that don't know the proper etiquette of the drive-thru, you get held up in these situations. So another situation where somebody is showing poor etiquette at a uh, drive-thru junction would be where they come into the drive-thru with a list of orders. Maybe this is orders from the work, orders from the house, one person taking orders for 15 people. So you look at the car, you see one person in the driver's seat, maybe one person in the passenger seat, and they sit there and they say, I have several orders. And then they order their little number one with the extra cheese, no mayo, little bit of onions, and a Coke. And they say the second order, uh, spicy chicken, a large fry, medium Dr. Pepper, you know, hold the mayo. Just a bunch of retardedness at the drive-thru window, especially when you have people lined up behind you trying to get through there quickly. I think they should cut the orders down to a minimum. Nobody needs to be there with a list of 10 different orders tying up the line, especially during lunch hour. I'm out here at night, so, you know, there's really no rush for me. Came out, leisurely stroll, leisurely drive to record this podcast, so I'm in no big hurry. I see something very interesting across the street. There's a little field of sorts, and a car has parked over there overlooking the road. I imagine it's a cop because it's so tucked into the little nest that you can't really see all the colors on it. But I did see the headlights going in, so I imagine that's a cop sitting there scanning. And then if he finds somebody that rolls by speeding, he'll probably bust across the freaking field and jump into the traffic or radio ahead and let one of his um, counterparts know what's occurring on the road. Let's take another sip. Another situation where um, <clears throat> etiquette needs to be observed in the fast food line is when people roll up to the window after they've placed their order, survive, placing the order, get to the window, and the lady says 323. 
So the lady says $14.55. Now, when you place your order, most times she will tell you at the little speaker how much it will cost. She'll say, she'll confirm your order. She'll say, okay, you ordered the crispy nugget, the barbecue chicken, and three Cokes. Okay, that'll be $17.85. So from that time, you must engage drive if you haven't put the car in park proceed forward and most people get their change together during that little transition well what happens sometimes is people get all the way up to the window before they start looking for their money then they're digging through their seats and they're digging in their um, little dashboard looking for change trying to gather the change from everybody in the car you know which is also another delay another holdup so now you're sitting there with your two dollars in hand because you only ordered a coffee waiting for this person to figure their life out, right? You just want your coffee, but you're sitting there waiting for them to figure their life out because they didn't have the proper money together when they pulled up to the window. And then sometimes what's even worse is when they finally do pull out the little change or whatever from under the seat, they don't have enough money and then they have to change their order. So then they're sitting there trying to change their order in the window where you're supposed to pay for the order, which delays people again. So there is proper etiquette, you know, a proper method of conducting yourself at the drive-thru. Um, I don't know how bad it is in your country. I imagine in some areas it's worse. Like I said, right now I'm sitting at the McDonald's uh, area, but I mean, Taco Bell, Burger King, Captain D's, it all depends. It really depends on the type of food you're trying to get. Um, if it's burgers and fries, they cook that pretty quickly, but if you had a Captain D's, or a Red Robin, something like that, where the food takes a little more preparation, then you can already expect to wait 10 to 15 minutes in the drive-thru line. But then when you have somebody who's just breaking all these rules of conduct, then that 15-minute wait can turn into 45. Another thing that'll get under your skin, I don't know if this is so much as etiquette, but it is dealing with um, restaurants and food, is where when you have a place like Popeyes, Popeyes is a um, famous franchise here in the States uh, where they sell chicken, fried chicken, spicy chicken, shrimp, Cajun chicken, you know, dirty rice, French fries, biscuits, whatever you want. But it's, you know, the whole chicken and biscuit deal, like a KFC. Well, have you ever gone to a restaurant such as a KFC, such as a Popeyes, and ordered chicken and they tell you well we're out of drumsticks well we're out of thighs well we're out of chicken breast well we're out of wings you hear that siren listen i don't know if you could hear that but that was at an ambulance just blew past me about 60 miles an hour cutting through the traffic so somebody's got jammed up that way in that direction i'm telling you if you're out there on the roads late night during this holiday season be careful be careful but let me see if i can find my way back to the uh back to the story so when you go to a place like i said like a popeyes or a church's chicken whatever you know through the little drive through you're trying to get chicken and they tell you they're out of thighs they're out of breast they're out of drums they're out of wings or whatever you order that is chicken, they don't have it. So how is a chicken restaurant out of chicken? That's like a carpenter not having a hammer. 
what carpenter that's worth his salt shows up to the job site without a hammer or nails? Like, how does that even operate? That's like a truck driver going to work without his rig. Seriously? You expect to take 10 tons or 5 tons of this material across the states and you don't have your truck? Oh, I forgot it at home. That's how it seems, you know, that's how it appears to the customer when you roll up to a chicken place asking for chicken or a burger place asking for chicken that they just advertised or a burger they just advertised on the TV and the media and the magazines that they hit you with a thousand times a day and they don't have it. What kind of sense does that make? You know, it's crazy. You might expect that at an iPhone store, you know, an Apple store. You go in there, they're all out of phones. Yeah, because they were sold out because they're not making the phone in the store. But when you have a restaurant, you know, presenting itself as a burger joint, a certifiable burger joint or a pizza place, how are you out of onions, mushrooms, tomato sauce, cheese, things that make you what you are? How are you out of that? Out of that, you know? Just close, shut the store down for the day because you all are not prepared to work. It's nothing more annoying, more irritating than experiencing something like that, especially when you're hungry. Well, I think we're going to keep it easy because I have plans for tonight. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to cook as I cook. I look forward to cooking. That's my plan. But... I initially wanted some Carolina Reaper shrimp because I saw somebody on YouTube just crunching down on some righteous shrimp. But we don't have anything like that here. We don't have Carolina Reapers in my area. I mean, we may, but I don't know where they are. And we don't have any prawns, you know, those big shrimp, you know, that just make you want to slap your mom or something. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to my local food line. I'm going to purchase some salad shrimp, clean them chop them up, mince them, pick up some coleslaw, which is shredded cabbage, carrots, you know, red cabbage, green cabbage, and carrots, um, buy some wontons, and I'm going to go home and make some spring rolls. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to uh, put on a pot of rice, you know, the sticky rice, you know, I like my Asian food, you know, that's, that's where I live, that's my heart, grew up eating it. So I'm going to have some Steam rice, or not steamed rice, but, you know, fresh pot of rice and some spring rolls. Make a nice little sauce. It's going to be a good time. I hope you're eating well. I've enjoyed this one. And I will see you in the next one.